This is the Kitzer of the Sikha Rosh Hashanah Vav Tishrei in Lakut Sikha's Chelek Yutes, page 291. The Rabbi begins with the Haftaira of the first day of Rosh Hashanah, which is the beginning of Sefer Shmuel, the story with Chana that was married to Elkanah and had no children, and she davened in Mishkan Shiloi, and according to one opinion, this wasn't Rosh Hashanah, and the Ebeshter heard her and uh, gave her a child, Shmuel Anavi. Haftaris that are said on every Shabbos and Yontif is replacing, in the times when it was excited, came to replace the Kriyas Hatayra, and just like the Kriyas Hatayra is a lesson to learn from it for the time, same is true with the Haftayra. So besides the fact that we say this Haftayra on Rosh Hashanah simply because this is when the story happened, but also the davening that we see that it speaks about in this Haftayra, the way Chana davened, is a unique lesson regarding the Amen Aveda of Rosh Hashanah. So the lesson of the davening of Chana, so we first need to look into what it says in the Avtaira. What happened here? So it says that when she was davening, so Eli Akayin complained and says, who's this lady here, here that's, that looks like a shikaira? She looks like, like she's intoxicated the way she's davening. And he said to her, Ad And Chana responded and said, I'm not drunk, I'm pouring out my heart to Hashem. The question here is, how did Eli Akayim make such a mistake, one extreme to another, to not realize what's going on, that she's davening to Hashem, and instead he accuses her of being drunk? And Bechlau, the question is, why does the Pasuk even bring this detail of the story that Eli Akayim made such a mistake, and he accused her, and what she responded? We know that Aphilu Begnus Behemet the Torah doesn't try to say anything negative, even regarding the way it describes an unclean animal. For sure, when it comes to Eli Akayim, and also, the question is, why didn't Eli Akayin stop her from davening immediately and send her out of the Beis HaMikdash? He waited until she completed davening, as the Pasuk says, and only then did he ask her, what are you doing here? So we must say that the Pshat over here is, when it says that Eli Akayin thought that she's a Shikaira, it doesn't mean in the simple sense that she was literally drunk, but in her style of davening. She davened in a very intense manner, so he says that this davening is a manner of Shikhros, which is inappropriate when you stand with Veis Hashem, Lufnei Hashem. And Chana answered that no, even here, when I stand Lufnei Hashem, I'm actually pouring out my soul to Hashem, and this is a very high level of davening. And this carries a very powerful lesson that's relevant for Rosh Hashanah. When it comes to Rosh Hashanah, we see two opposite themes, and in davening as well, which seemingly is a contradiction. On one hand, Rosh Hashanah is a Yom Adin, it's a day of judgment for the Ruchnius and the Gashmius of Yid, as we learn from the Pasuk Chaykli Yisrael and Mishpatul Lekei which refers to both Gashmius and Ruchnius. And actually it says that the main judgment of Rosh Hashanah is regarding Gashmius. So a person has to daven Tashem and ask for Bana Chaim, and Atzlach and all of his things, Gashmius and Ruchnius. At the same time, Chassidus tells us that the main theme of the davening, based on what Chazal say, is to crown Hashem as a king. As we say in the davening, When you come to crown a king, it's done through the absolute bittle of the people that are totally subjugating themselves to the king and completely putting aside their own desires. So if so, the question is, how is it possible to say that on Rosh Hashanah we're doing these two things at the same time? At the same time, a person is davening and thinking about himself and what he needs, whether physical or, or, or spiritual. And at the same time, he's davening to the Abishter and he's not thinking about himself at all. He's completely bottled to Hashem and he only is focusing on Tamlichuni Aleichem. 
It's, it's really also a question based on what you see the Zayar says. The Zayar says that a person when it comes to Shoshana or Yom Kippur and all he's thinking about that he's asking Hashem for himself, give me life. So the Zayar says that this is like a dog, like Klovim that say, have, have, just give for me myself. But on the other hand, this is the Nusach HaTfilah. Chazal wanted that you should actually daven and feel that he has a lack or a need in a certain area and he's davening Tashem. You're not just saying these words with Kabbalah Sayil. So what does this mean? Now, seemingly, this is a question on davening every day of the year. We come to daven Shmai Nesra. Shmai Nesra is when a person is oimed b'fnei melech. He comes and stands in one place speaking directly to Hashem. And yet, the middle brachas, most of the brachas of Shmai Nesra are the tefillahs where a person is asking of Hashem to give him all his needs that he needs. So why, how, how can this be in the same time when it's the highest point of davening, standing in front of Hashem, and yet he's, he's coming and asking of Hashem, I need this, I need that. But regarding Rosh Hashanah, this is a much greater question. Because every day of the year, once Hashem is appointed as a king, and now, after he's appointed as a king, he's governing his people. In other words, this is the level of Hashem where he comes down to provide for the Eden. So yes, even though a person is standing in front of the king, but here it's the Abishter as a king relating to us, and therefore relating to our needs, where the Mitzis, the entity of the person, matters. And therefore he comes and asks Hashem, the king, what he needs. But when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, which as we said before, it's a time that we're crowning Hashem as king, and this time demands an absolute bittle, how could then a person be thinking about his own personal needs? And that's a big part of the davening. So the explanation is, when a Yid davens on Rosh Hashanah for all the needs that the Tefillah speak about, it's not for his own personal benefit. He's davening for all these things because this is all to bring about the Meluch of the Eivishter in the world. When a Yid utilizes everything that Hashem gives him for the Eibishter's sake, to create a, 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 a dira for the Eibishter in this world, so that brings and reveals the Eibishter's kingdom in the entire world. When a Yid uses all the Gashmis that he has, and every Yid has a certain portion in the world that only he can elevate the holy sparks that are there and connected to Hashem. So then, this is expressing the Eibishter's malucha in the world. And on the contrary, this actually comes from the deepest bittle of the Neshama of a Yid. Because this Aveda of creating the Dira B'tachtainim, Dira B'tachtainim is the desire of the very essence of Hashem in creation. So when a Yid comes and fulfills this Kavana of Hashem, this is done through the essence of his Neshama, which is connected to the essence of Hashem. So the fact that we daven on Rosh Hashanah for these physical things that Hashem gives us is in order for the Neshama with its very essence to fulfill its mission in the world to do what Hashem wants. So there is really nothing personal in this. It's, it's the Neshama is chavuka, dvuka b'achichideleyachtach. And he's doing this all for the sake of tamlichuni aleichem. But the question, however, is, this doesn't really fully answer it. Because, first of all, all these tzrachim that we speak about in Rosh Hashanah, every single Yid says this. And we know that every, many Yidin at least are also thinking about themselves. That he, he feels a, a lack, he feels a distress, and he's turning to Hashem to fulfill what he needs. And he's not only davening, because this is what Hashem wants of him. And besides that, this is really the, the mitzvah of davening. This is the nusachat filah, that a person has to feel of what he's lacking, and turn to Hashem and ask him to fill his needs. So that is the mitzvah of davening, that a person should be focused on what he needs. And at the same time, going back again to the point that we said before, we're asking of a person to crown Hashem as a king, which is a self-nullification where he doesn't think of himself at all. How is it possible to demand of a person to have these two opposites at the same time? To want and think about what he needs and to ask it of Hashem. And at the same time, that it should be completely for Hashem's sake and not for himself. So the answer is, based on the Vart of the Balshemtiv, 
When a person is hungry or thirsty, it's really the soul that's hungry. It's not the physical thirst. The source is the soul that's hungry that wants to elevate the godly spark in the world. And then it comes out through the body which, which is hungry. But that's not really the source of the hunger. So if so, based on this, it's the same thing we can say regarding the hunger or the lack that a person feels and he davens for on Rosh Hashanah, that yes, is, and in the simple pshat of what he does when he davens is, he's davening and he has to feel the pshat and the words of the davening that he's asking Hashem for what he needs. However, that's all just a chetzainius. What's the real reason why a yid feels this lack and this hunger in the gashmias of the world? It's because his neshama wants to fulfill the shlichus of the Eibishter to make a dira b'tachtainim. And the fact that we see that Yidin, when they say Nisan HaTeikif, and we speak about the gashmias of the person's life for the upcoming year, this is the point of davening where people get very emotional. The reason is not because what it seems like is because this is something that's close to a person's heart. It's his physical life in this world. But the real reason is because from the Eibishter's perspective, Hashem desires to make a dirabit Tachtainim, and therefore what's happening in Tachtainim matters. So therefore when the Yid in this part of davening speaks about his physical life of Tachtainim that matters and touches him to his core. It touches his etzim and Hashem because here he's fulfilling the shlichus of the very essence of the Ebeshter in the world. So yes, a person is hakadavening with his own personal feelings and needs and that, that is the mitzvah and that is the chitzainius of the davening but in that, the pnimius of it is the fulfillment of the dirib Tachtainim of the Ebeshter. So the same thing is also true when it comes to the discussion between Elia Kain and Chana. When Elia Kain looked at Chana, she's standing in the base of Mikdash right in front of the Kedosh HaKadoshim and is davening and asking for something that she needs, even for something with children, but still her own needs. And she's davening with with a very big intensity. So he says, here is not the place and the time to be thinking about your own needs. You have to know where you are. And over here, you're standing in front of Hashem, you don't ask about yourself. So therefore, it's like a shikaira. She's, she's not even aware what she's doing. She's involved in herself where she should be realizing where she's standing, talking to Hashem. On this, Chana responded and said, No, that this is not a shikras. I'm not getting involved in my own ritzainis. What I'm davening for is all for Hashem's sake because really, the pnimis of the davening is bakshu pones panachavaya vakish. He's davening for the Eibishter's sake that the child that will be born will be all completely dedicated to the Eibishter. As she said, and she made a nether, that this, that v'nesatev l'ashem kol yemechayav because that's really what the pnimis of her davening was all about. So this is a tremendous lesson for every single Yid, Benigayat, at the Davening on Rosh Hashanah, that a Yid has to Daven. And, but the point is that the essence of your Neshama, which you dedicate to the Eibishter, in Tamlichuni Aleichem on Rosh Hashanah, you have to reveal it in all aspects of your life. And therefore, when you have this complaint of the Eliyah Koyen that comes to a person and says, don't think about your own personal needs on Rosh Hashanah. It's not the time for this. Now we're crowning Hashem as a king. The answer to that is Adarabah. A yid has to take that pnimius of his nefesh and bring it out even into the, his own personal needs. And when he davens to the Ebishter about his own personal needs, he should know that really that's Hashem. Like Chana said, that this is also an expression of the Neshama itself, which is one with the essence of the Ebishter. And just like Eli Akain, Ben Shtchana, that the Ebishter will give you what you asked for. So too, the Ebishter fills every, the Bakoshes of every single yid for Hashanah and Kipshuta literally betoiv and nirva nigle and bebana chayim zaina obakulam revicha.